Welcome to the Echo Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. It's good to worship together. It's, um, it's special coming together. Um, I, I love coming together and joining together and agreeing together about who Jesus is because um, you've got your own history with him and the way that you see, the way that you process, the way that you ponder, the way that you have encountered him, the way that you have seen him. He's revealed himself many different ways and some of you have encountered him with a long list here and some of you haven't and you've got your own list of of names of God and names of Jesus that, that he has announced himself to be and revealed himself to be and invited all of us to encounter and some of us have in certain ways and some are, haven't because we've encountered him in other ways and doesn't mean that we won't in those ways and them in your ways but it's just a phenomenal journey that we're all on and we get to come together with our history and our experience and what we know of him with a hunger to learn and grow but strong in who we are and whose we are and what we know him to be and, and with flashbacks of testimonies and breakthroughs and moments that he has crashed in and in hope believing for more, that's the context of us all gathering together And then we celebrate together, understanding that I'm going through it right now, but he's come through in the past. And someone behind me in row seven is probably going through it too. Different to me because they're not me. But I can empathise to the fact that we're all on a journey together. And what did I say even last year? We're just a whole bunch of people in progress. We're just a bunch of people in process. We're just a whole bunch of people that's come together, but we're in There's a progress, there's a progression, but we're in process. We're becoming who we already are. He's made a lot of bold statements about who you are. Some of them are really hard to believe because we know who we are when no one sees us. Not who we are internally, but what we do and what we think we are. Because you're not who you think you are. (laughs) You're not who you think you are. I remember my older sister used to say that to me. Growing up, she'd come in and she goes, I'm not who you think I am. I'm not Natalie. I'm like, far out. Talk about trauma. Um, bobbed up in a few sessions. Nah, um, but, but you're not who you think you are. You're who he thinks you are. You are who he thinks you are. And you're... you're we are bridging the gap of believing how he sees us. With how he sees us, that's full, there's no hindrance, there's no blockage, he's confident, he knows, he's a genius, he is God, his names are true, everything about him, his character and nature are true and right and, and, and he's secure and he's confident and he's never had a bad thought about you, ever. He's patient and kind. 1 Corinthians 13 is all about him because he is love. And then how he treats us. He keeps no records of wrong. But we're on a journey of believing, really. We're on a journey of believing that all of that is true. Regardless of the process. Because all of that is true regardless of some slip-ups, regardless of 
some funky thoughts, regardless of a few spirals, regardless of a couple of bad days, regardless of a bad year, regardless of stuff that happens to us, regardless of choices that we make, all of that's still true and he's working all things together for good and he is going to complete the work that he has started in us. Because we are a work in progress. And I love that we all get together each week or whenever everyone comes and we bring all of that to the table and we don't come here to hope that God does something wild and crazy in the room. It's not our primary prayer. It's not our primary prayer that God just blows up the room and touches and heals everyone. It's not, it's not our primary focus. Our primary focus is to seek his face, to pursue and behold the face of a perfect father, not to pursue a, a buzz or a breakthrough or a force or a feeling, but to see him and to behold him. And our prayer is, God, we don't, we'd love you to do a whole bunch of stuff in the room, but it's not our primary prayer. We're more concerned with what you're doing. I'm more concerned with what you're doing in me. It's easy to get swept up in the corporate, in the conference, in the school, in the big event, and we often are subject to our own beliefs and experiences of event Christianity, which is very much, it's a, it's a great heart. We do schools, we do conferences, we have guest speakers. We love it. But if we're not careful, we, we create, uh, we, we turn... Christianity into an event where something's got to happen at a certain time where the faith and the, the moments are created and curated for me and then we create this event lifestyle which very much is in line with Old Testament theology and beliefs because the Old Testament was all about a visitation mindset. God, you've got to come and do this. God, you come and got to break out. God, you got to come and back us. God, you got to come and speak. God, you got to come and move. God, you got to come. God, you got to come. And all throughout the Old Testament, it says, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon. And the Spirit of God came upon him and they conquered. The Spirit of God came upon him and he heard. The Spirit of God came upon them and they designed and they, they built the temple and they did all this. And the Spirit of God came, the tent of meeting. Moses would come in, the Spirit of God would come. The cloud by day, the fire by night. Phenomenal. Awesome. God moving, God showing up, manna appearing, providing. Amazing. But it's visitation mindset. It didn't last. And then there was the battle, and then there's the I mean, you just see David in the Psalms. He's amazing and he will be. He's a man after God's own heart. Amos and Acts says that God says, I'm going to rebuild the tabernacle of David, meaning the style of worship that David went after because he, he saw my heart. So, so in the last days, now, that kind of worship is what the Lord wants. Extravagant praise, adoration toward him. Yes! But you see, David, like, you read, this, you read the Psalms, all 150 of them, 
And there's all kinds of stuff going on there. And I'm not saying that us in this habitation lifestyle and covenant where his presence is now one with us and we're one with God and he's brought us into oneness because of our adoption as sons and daughters and that he never leaves and the Spirit of God remains on us, which is different to Old Testament where it visited and came for specific reasons and purposes. Now we are a dwelling place and a resting place. And I love that all of that's happening when we gather. And our primary heart is not, you better do something today, God. (laughs) But it's, I'm coming together to worship you. And to agree about who you are and, and to spur each other on and to gain strength and to be encouraged and to, to, to place worth on you and to hear your word and, and, and allow the, the prophecies and the promises and the sparks from the past or even the last few days or even in that morning start to come to life. And we allow consistency to happen and we get to celebrate breakthroughs in people and in us. And I love that about church. But I, I, wanna, I want us to, to keep the main thing the main thing. I want to keep Jesus at the forefront of everything we do. And it's very careful, it's very, it's very easy for us as believers to get swept up in the corporate, in the, in the, in the, in the room where there's lots of people and joining in with the corporate praise and the corporate yes God and agreement and it's all good and great but it's easy to get swept up into that where we've created event lifestyle where things only happen when there's something put on and and I'm just feeling even more and more and more and more that he is absolutely interested in and wants to build a history with you, to build a relationship with you, where church is not the middleman and not the mediator, but Jesus is, where our prayer is, God, cool, blow the room up, heal, touch, speak, knock people over, touch them, give them encounters, yes, but more than that, God, work in me, do something in me, God, the value of fellowship, the value of partnership with the presence. The partner of abiding, uh, the, the, the principle of abiding, the practice of abiding, remaining. It's the same word, meno, meno, M-E-N-O, Greek word, abiding and remaining, same word. The presence remaining in us and remaining on us. Is that okay? Does that make sense? Can't wait to hear it. Um, but, but 
yeah, so the, the God working in us, such a big deal. The fellowship, keeping in step with him. The keeping, the keeping our ear attentive. Keeping our eyes on him. Fix your eyes on Jesus. David's like, one thing I ask, one thing I seek, that, that I gaze upon your beauty. Not a, not a side glance, but a locking in and, and not moving away. That there's something about seeing. But I've been just thinking about hearing as well. Like faith, it's impossible. Um, Hebrews, is it 12, 6, 11, 6? Um, now, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But faith comes by hearing and hearing the words of Christ. So we've got to see Jesus rightly, but I've been thinking about this during the week, but we've, we've got to hear his voice. But we've got to see him as well. But we've also got to encounter him. And we can encounter by hearing and encounter by seeing. But then I was thinking this week, often we hear about something and it's an invitation to see. And then often we can see something, but it's also an invitation to encounter. Because I think... A lot of the Gospels, a lot of people heard stuff about Jesus and news spread and crowds gathered. Absolute scenes. <laughs> scenes. Can you imagine? You're just hearing stuff. Words getting out and crowds gathered that he could not go there because the crowds were full, house packed, roof torn open, dropping the person in. Like people were desperate. News spread. Crowds gathered. Absolute scene in that Area, absolute scene in that area. People heard that something was happening. And then they, they had to go because hearing is one thing. You can hear something but not see it. You can hear it and it sounds great. But unless you see it, you're stuck in just hearing. That's why the Bible says let's not just be Hearers of the word, but doers of the word. And the doing is so that we can see stuff happen in us first, always first, and second to the people around us. Yeah? So hearing is a big deal. You can hear about a holiday destination, but it's another thing seeing it. It's another thing seeing it because you can see it by computer. But you can go a bit further and see it in person. And not only to see it, because I could, I could stand at the top of Hanuma Bay, Hawaii, and just see it. Oh, I've heard about it. Got to go there. Have to go there. Hear it. But then go there and stand at the top of it and see it. Excellent. Wonderful. Turquoise. <laughs> Aqua. Like, amazing. But then there's a whole other thing to get down to the beach. Different perspective. Great. And then there's a whole other thing to get in the water and to experience what I heard about. So here's the invitation for us, church, is to continue this process that we're on, like Philadelphia 76ers basketball team. Trust the process. Didn't work out too well for them, but, um, but it's a good vision and it's a good statement. But I, I feel like I was talking, I caught up with Liam who 
uh, went to Bethel at the same time as us and came home and pretty much planted a church at the same time as us. We didn't plant. We took over from Mike and Julie Lee's folks. For those that are visiting, pastored here for 27 years. We took over in 2018. My name's Justin. Um, um, and, 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 uh, and we were catching up this week and I said, the way we're going about it, it's the long road. I said, mate, the way we're going about it, culture-wise and, and believing-wise and building-wise, it's like it's the, it's the long road because it's not event Christianity we're building. We're not trying to make a big flash. We're trying to build something. We're trying to build big people, not a big church. And healthy things grow. And, and, and often health, getting your body right. I've been on a health journey for feels like decades, but, um, but more so over the last 18 months, and it's a long process to, to just sort it out because I've got to steward my body well. We can't just talk about spirit and soul. I've got to steward my body well because that's holding them to in and together. So let's steward my body well. So that's been a journey. Where was I? The long road. Thank you. Just absolutely, I wouldn't have gone back there. But yeah, it's easy to want shortcuts, and often the shortcut is, God, blow the room up, fix me. But he's like, no, I don't want, I did fix you, but now it's a process of you actually believing it. Oh, yeah. It's actually a process of you believing it, because it is finished, and by my stripes you are healed, but to see the manifestation of that promise today is belief. And it's a belief's journey that we're on. And it's a hearing and it's a seeing and it's an encounter journey that we're on. And hearing invites us to see and seeing invites us to encounter him. Thank you. Um. Because we can hear about Yahweh and go, what the heck is that? <laughs> but then there's a whole other, th- whole other thing of actually hearing, because you can hear and not listen, hey. There's depths of hearing. There's obviously natural healing and there's spiritual healing. Some, and it can lead, uh, natural healing can lead into spiritual healing, he- hearing. But Yahweh, it's like, okay, cool, yep, hearing, hearing, okay, so hearing, all right, it means, I mean, you, we could spend 17 weeks on Yahweh, so it's, it's like capital Lord, I am, that's what it means, I am that I am. Who, 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 who will I say sent me? <laughs> Tell him I am sent you. What? <laughs> Tell him I am. It's like all sufficient, everything that there is, he is, like I am. I mean, no one else could say that. The great I am. It just doesn't make sense in our English, in our grammar, in our revealing, our announcing of someone. Welcome, I am. <laughs> it's like me saying, it's like to the, to, the, to the depth that I am. It's like, okay, so all the good stuff, oh, it's such a, we're talking about God. Um, everything perfect and pleasing, every, everything perfect and pleasing and right is in God, Right? The kingdom, the king's domain, the realm of the kingdom, like all of, it's just the, the kingdom of heaven. It's all in God. 
it's, it's very hard to explain, isn't it? Um, but let's just keep it simple. Um, but it's like me saying, like, okay, so I, I run a bit. I'm a bit of a runner. But to the point where we're obsessed with it, um, you know, like just continually grow in it, develop in it, um, and get better and better at it, and, and tick goals and just absolutely destroy it, just become a phenomenal runner at the age of 43, 42, one of the, one of the best. Um, to the point that maybe I could have a name change. And the name change is I run. <laughs> What's your name? I run. It's who I am. I'm brilliant at it, every level of it. Just excel in every area. I mean, we... <laughs> It's a little bit silly, isn't it? But we're talking about like God here and his name's I am. All sufficient, ticks every box, perfect, everything perfect and pleasing is in him. I am that I am. And then even translated down there, like there's a link in there and it's I be, which I don't have time. But like this, this, this all-knowing, all-powerful, everywhere, perfect and pleasing, and fully secure. I am that I am, and I be. And we hear about that, but there's an invitation to see him. And Isaiah had the same thing. Isaiah, he was a prophet. He heard. Prophets hear, and they communicate revealed truth. Prophets hear, and they communicate revealed truth. Isaiah was a prophet. And in Isaiah 6, it says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. He heard and he prophesied, but in the year that King Uzziah died, it says, I saw the Lord. And it was different because he, he, like you, had seen many different things of God. He'd heard many different things of God, but he saw the Lord high and lifted up, the train of the robe filling the temple, cherubims, presence, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And what happens? There was a ramification for seeing God rightly. He saw himself. And an adjustment had to be made. And he made the adjustment. And he was transformed and changed. He heard. He saw. And it led to a life-changing encounter. Paul was similar. Paul heard about Jesus to the point of wanting to murder and slaughter Christians. We cannot have this way, the way, continue. So we're going to kill it. We're going to kill it. We're going to kill everyone. He confirmed the death of Stephen, the first martyr in Acts chapter 7. said that the, the coats of those throwing stones at Stephen's head and face were laid at the feet of Saul. So proving the murdering of Christians. He heard about Christianity, 100%. But what happened on the road to a... Um, Damascus he had an encounter and it was like this crazy experience because he didn't see the veil he already had a veil over his eyes uh, 1 Corinthians 4 4 the God small g of this world has blinded the mind of unbelievers so there's a veil that, that's holding them back for seeing Christ the anointed one the son of God but what happened on the road is scales covered his eyes so Jesus is actually showing him what's actually happening in the spiritual. So he's saying, hey, 
your eyes are blinded to the point that you've got eyes, but not eyes to see. So you're murdering believers and Christians, my people, who I'm in them. Mm, theology correct? Uh, um, yes, born again, great. Just checking. You know, you just got to check because you're quoting gospel and, you know, pre-Christ in us. Yes, he was in them. Um, it's good though, isn't it? You can't say stuff and hope no one knows. Um, but, it, but, but, but the scales covered his eyes. Unto, unto, seeing Jesus, not naturally, but spiritually. And that whole process of seeing and encounter. So he definitely heard and he saw, but he didn't see until he saw. And he had a powerful encounter. And we know 13 epistles changed Christianity encounters. Peter had the same thing. He heard about it. Something going on. He saw him. But then he actually encountered him. Jesus said, who do, who do men say that I am? He's the only one that stood up. He said, hey, um, some say Jeremiah, some... That's a Jesus. Some say Jeremiah. Some say some of the prophets. Now, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. So it's one thing hearing that he's the Christ, the Son of the living God, but it's a whole other thing seeing him. And it's one thing seeing him, it's a whole other thing to encounter him. There's ramifications to encountering him, and that's not a, you better. But fruit appears. What matters to him will matter to you if we see him rightly. So these names we're singing today, Yahweh, Elohim, just Adonai, lowercase Lord, can be translated as my Lord, personal. So Yahweh, capital. Same God, different expressions, different, different same character and nature, but reveals himself in different ways because he's so vast and big. Elohim, God creator, mighty and strong. El Shaddai, God almighty, all-sufficient one, speaks of God's ultimate power overall. Emmanuel, mm, God with us. Jesus, John 14, the word became flesh, John 1, 14. Tash, could you jump up, please? Thanks. So hearing and seeing and encountering in the context of God working in me, not just in the room. It's way more confronting for God to work in you. It's way harder. It's way harder. It's way harder for God to work in you and to keep in step with the process of him working in you. It's way harder for God to work in you. It's way easier to pray, God, hope church blows up. Way easier. Because <laughs> we just hide and love it. And then I say, how are you going? You go, yeah, the kids are good. What? I didn't actually ask how the kids were. I asked how you are. Oh, work's pretty good. Didn't ask how work was. <laughs> like, how are you? I'm tired. Didn't ask that. 
Didn't ask that. Didn't ask how your sleep's going. How are you? I'm busy. Didn't ask that. It's really wild. It's really wild how often I answer externally experiential to questions, how am I? I don't know what it is. I don't like making general negative statements like we just don't know how to do it, but we kind of don't know how to answer it, which would mean we don't know how to know how we are. Like, I might need to write some smiley, like I might need to write down sad, frustrated, happy, and a whole bunch of emotions to learn how to actually be present in what I'm feeling. That's where the emotions come in in a really healthy way. Because then we invite the Lord when we're disappointed. This happened. I'm angry. Stuff it down. Hold it for 20 years. Bitter. Church to church. And nothing changes. I don't want to be that Christian. I don't want to be an angry, nasty Christian. It's kind of like an oxymoron, isn't it? But what about I'm feeling this. And Jesus, because you felt that at some point. Can you do something in me? And not fix it, but I want to see you rightly. And I want to encounter you. And I want to hear your voice. And I want to see you rightly. And I want to hear your voice. And I want to encounter you. And I bring you into this. And the grace that he's going to release is for you to identify where you're at and how you're doing so that we can let him in. Because he's got a whole bunch of names that he's revealed himself as. And I guarantee that the thing that you're struggling with or facing, he has a name. Whoa. Can we stand? Because he's not just Emmanuel, God with us. He's the creator. He's not just creator, he's Lord. And he's not just Lord, but he's my Lord. Yeah, he's the person next to you's Lord, but he's my Lord. He's personal Lord. So, so I want us to switch from sort of watching me. You can keep watching me, but with your heart, I want you to move into your yes to what's happening in the room and what he's doing in the room now. And if you don't know what to do, just close your eyes and say, I don't know what's happening in me, but I'm saying yes to what this, this guy's saying and what you're doing, God. He's not just Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. He's also Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. And you might have encountered him in the Lord, your healer, but he's not just the healer. He's Jehovah Nissi, the Lord, your banner, the one who protects He's not just the Lord, your banner. He's the Lord who makes you holy. He's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. The Lord, our shepherd. The Lord, our righteous. The Lord, our peace. Thanks, God. There's an invitation not only to hear these names, but to see Him rightly. 
If we see Him rightly, we'll see ourselves rightly. Isaiah saw Him rightly and he saw himself rightly. And he made adjustments, which is inviting the Lord in, which is the repentance journey, which is to change the way that we think and our behaviour will follow. Thanks, God. Can we just sing these uh, verses? Just even just, just slow it down a tiny bit. I'm not trying to be a musical director. But um, let's just sing. Yes. Let's sing this, church. Oh, Elohim, the great I am. He lives in me. And El Shaddai, Prince of Peace, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, that you want, to, you want to do work in us, God. That you're inviting us to hear and you're inviting us to see, to hear your voice, which is never contrary to your word, and to, and to see your face and to encounter you, to experience you. So we say yes, God. We say yes to you working in us, doing a deep work in us. Of course, we want your spirit to pour out and touch lives. But the more I'm growing is the more you would rather do that theologically through us after you've done a work in us. And along the same time when you're working in us, that you want to work in us and then work through us, work in us and work through us. The prayer is not God send revival. The prayer is God, I want to become it. And when enough Christians do that, stuff's going to go down in a really great way. But I'd much rather leave a service knowing that the high points of God are coming Monday to Saturday. And that happens when we hear Him clearly and well when we prioritise our lives on Him to hear, to block out the noise and to hear, to prioritise our lives to see and to prioritise our lives to encounter. Yeah, let's sing worthy. Let's get to worthy. And, and I, w- I, want, I want everything that's in you it doesn't have to be loud. We think often we've got to pray louder for God to move. It's absolutely ridiculous. Worthy you are. Yeah. Worthy Come on. you are. And worthy you will be forever, Yahweh. Worthy yeah, let's you sing. Are. Let's sing it out. 